Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Rise, Kill, Eat podcast. My name is Tyler Pruitt, and I'm your host for today's episode, just like all my other episodes. So thank you for returning for another episode of the Rise, Kill, Eat podcast. And if you are a returning listener, then thank you for coming back, because I'm glad you are liking what you're hearing. I'm glad that you are returning for more episodes and keep it up, because I've got some pretty awesome ones laid out in the future. And I hope I've been able to to deliver on that promise so far. And I think I, I think I've been able to. And uh, I want to make sure that I keep that momentum going. But if this is your first time with the Rise Kill Eat podcast, then go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and subscribe to this Rise Kill Eat podcast because I think you guys are going to enjoy what you're going to hear throughout this show. the The goal of the Rise Kill Eat podcast is basically to share the stories of people that are in the outdoor in- industry more specifically the hunting and fishing industry and just kind of just share how they are impacting the people that are following the outdoor industry in a positive way and really just just spreading the the love of God freedom in the great outdoors so it's my goal to try to get a hold of those people and bring them on the show so that we can discuss all things that that they're into. So thank you guys for listening today. Go ahead and subscribe. Uh, Leave us a review. If you like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave us a review. Reviews help us out. Uh, Leave us a rating. So any kind of positive rating that you guys are able to leave is definitely going to be very helpful for us. So also, you can also check out RKE Afield. So RKE Afield is a, a brand that really embodies the what we're trying to accomplish here with the Rice Kill Eat podcast. It's the brand that is centered around God, freedom, and the great outdoors. So those are the things that we love the most, God, freedom, and the great outdoors. That's really what what we're all about. So you can check out RKE Afield on Facebook. It's a RKE as in Rice Kill Eat, Afield, A-F-I-E-L-D. You can check out RKE Afield on Facebook, and you can also find us on Instagram. So the Instagram handle for that is at RKE Afield. So go ahead and find us on those platforms. Give us a like, give us a follow. That way you don't miss out on anything Rice Kill Eat Podcast or RKE Field. Now, before I get into today's episode, I wanted to share just one announcement. You guys have heard me mention this before, and and I just wanted to kind of reiterate what's going on with, with the Digital Campfire. So the Digital Campfire is a online community for hunters of all skill levels. So whether you're a new hunter or whether you're a seasoned veteran that's been in the field for a while, the digital campfire is an online community just for you. So it's a community of of hunters from all across the country, across the nation that want to learn more about what it means to be a better hunter. So we all get together once a week online and we have a discussion about I mean really really everything we've we've discussed equipment we've discussed hunting tactics it's been a really really neat experience to be a part of and I'm glad I've had the opportunity to be able to be a part of that for the little bit of time that I've been able to do it so you can check out the digital campfire at jointhecampfire.com and if you decide to pull the trigger on joining the digital campfire go ahead and use promo code RKE. So that's RKE as in rice, kill, eat. Go ahead and use that promo code. Uh, Colin Cottrell, who's the founder of the Digital Campfire and Activate the Hunt podcast. I had him on. It was a few weeks ago and we had a really good conversation on, I believe it was episode 10. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that. And 
If you do decide to go ahead and pull that, pull the trigger on the digital campfire, then use promo code RKE. So they are a proud partner of the Rise Kill Eat podcast and RKE Field, and I'm, I'm glad that we're able to work with Colin and everything that he's doing with the Activate the Hunt podcast and the digital campfire. And anytime you use that promo code, it goes it goes a long way for us and helps us out. So go ahead and use promo code RKE at jointhecampfire.com. You can also check out the Activate the Hunt podcast at activatethehunt.com and then on iTunes and anywhere else that podcast is played. So go ahead and check out Colin's podcast as well. He's got a really good podcast over there all about strategies and tips, and he has some good conversations from guys who are in the industry that have some great input on how to become better hunters. So check that out. So what I wanted to get into today with today's episode was the idea of defining successful hunts. So defining the idea of successful hunts. So this is oftentimes a a difficult thing to to define just because of there are so many different variables to consider, so many different factors. But whenever somebody asks us if, you know, was our hunt successful and Oftentimes we can, we answer it honestly and say, no, it, no, it wasn't successful or yes, it was successful. So, but what I wanted to do is just kind of, kind of piece apart what, what a successful hunt looks like and how to have more successful hunts by simply redefining what it means to be successful. So that's what I wanted to really look at today. That's what I wanted to kind of piece apart today and and if you guys have anything that you want to add to this episode then feel free to send me an email at rkeafield at gmail.com you can send that in write in give me your opinion uh let me know because i'm all about all about hearing other ideas from other people so feel free to send that in and i can definitely discuss that on the next episode so but over the past week couple weeks or so uh this is something that i've been thinking about this is something i wanted to share with you guys and with hunting season coming up here very soon in many parts of the country here in kentucky our season opens up in about a month and a half or so so i wanted to take some time today just to kind of kind of go through what it means to have a successful hunt and to go through what it means to be successful in the field more often just by simply changing our perspective on how we see success in the field. So with social media and with all these different platforms where we're able to see the quote unquote successes of other people, it really can become disheartening for hunters, especially new hunters and people who haven't been in it for very long. It can become disheartening for people who are not having the level of success as far as success in putting an animal on the ground these or these big animals that are that are very mature and uh it's it can be a little bit disheartening for for really just about anybody because we have that con- comparison factor with people that that we either know or people that we follow on social media or people that we see online and just the the, the fact that we spend so much time comparing ourselves to other people can be a a challenge to to overcome and it's a challenge that has to be overcome within our own heads it's a challenge that has to be overcome with how we see things and how our perspective is influencing influencing the way we feel about hunts and how we feel about our success in the field so i really wanted to kind of kind of look at what it means to be successful as far as 
whenever somebody asks you, Hey, were you successful on a hunt today? I wanted to kind of look at what they mean by that and also kind of give you three questions that you should ask yourself, at least that I think that you should ask yourself in order to determine whether or not your hunt was actually successful or not, regardless of whether you put an animal on the ground or not. All right. So by definition, success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. So anytime that we go out and hunt, our goal, our aim, our purpose is typically to put an animal on the ground. So this is especially true when it comes to big game hunting. So whenever we go out on a whitetail hunt, we want to put an animal on the ground. Ideally, we'd love to put down a, a huge deer, 180 inch deer on the ground, but that is not, <laughs> that's not always going to be the case. That's very rarely going to be the case. So how can we define success in a way that is going to allow us to be, have more successful hunts without having to put in, put down a large animal on the ground. And this can be certainly true for bird hunters as well, because if you go to a spot where, you know, you either get skunked, you don't get anything, or you may, the flying was slow. I mean, it could be all kinds of things. So I really wanted to kind of look at what success in the field looks like, at least what I think it looks like, and then give you a few questions to kind of ask yourself on whether or not your hunt was successful or not. All right, so unsuccessful hunts can be certainly turned into successful hunts by asking yourself a few questions that I, I think you should ask. So the first question to ask yourself is, what did I learn from this hunt? So in reflection, whenever you finish up a hunt, you're coming down from the tree stand, you're walking back to your truck, you're walking back home, and you're kind of going through in your mind everything that kind of happened. So what did I learn from this hunt? So we are always always to be students of hunting. We are always to be students of the animal that we're hunting. We are always to be students of the land that we're hunting, the area, the environment that we're hunting, because it's an ever-changing dynamic that we have to that we have to consider whenever we are out hunting. The areas around us are always going to be changing. So we always have to be a student. We always have to be learning about the things that are going on around us. And there is always an opportunity to learn whenever we are out in the field. So the first question you get, should ask yourself is what did I learn from this hunt? So did you find a new trail that the, that the animal is using to get to your shooting lanes? Did you find a new food source that they are using? Did you find a new bedding area that they're using? Did you find new travel corridors that they're using? Did you, you're in yourself, did you discover a better way of getting into, getting into your stand or getting into your blind without leaving scent behind, without leaving, without spooking animals on your way in? Were you able to do, were you able to learn something as a result of your hunt? And I think if we look hard enough and we look deep enough into each experience out into the field that we would be able to find something that we learn from each hunt. I, this is something I try to do every time I go out. I try to go back and in reflection, think about the whole experience in itself. And so far, I, I feel like I've been able to come up with something that I was able to learn as a result of being out in the field. It could be something that I want to try again. It could be something that 
you know, this worked out really well for me. I want to do this again. I want to repeat this so that next time I'm able to have an opportunity at an animal or it could be something that I don't want to try again with. And typically with me, that's that's a pretty, pretty often case. There could just as easily be something that I don't want to try again. So it could be a area that I, you know, walked through and left a trail and got and spooked a deer. It could be in a way that I approached the field and spooked a flock of turkeys. I mean, it could be, it could be anything. So it could be anything that I do want to try. It could be anything that I want to repeat in the future. And it could also be something that I don't necessarily want to try. So there's, there's any opportunity in the field is an opportunity to learn. So first question, what did I learn from this hunt? All right. So the second question, will this hunt help me in the future? So the, the first one The first question and the second question are kind of related to each other. So in the first question, you're kind of evaluating the hunt in itself and you're kind of evaluating, you're in, in reflection, you're looking at the things that you learned. So you're gathering information in the first one. And the second one, second question, will this hunt help me in the future? You're taking that information from the first one and you're going to apply it to your future hunts. So whenever you found the new travel corridor to get into your stand or to get into your bond, are you going to take that hunt or are you going to take that new route to get to your stand or your blunt? Or you found the new food source that deer are using during this time of year. Are you going to change your hunting tactics to be able to hunt in that area where there's a higher probability of animals being in that area? So are you going to take the information that you're gathering from your first question, from question number one, and how are you going to apply that so that it can help you in the future? So you take the information, apply it, and that's the second way that you are able to kind of determine whether or not your hunt was successful. So that's a real short explanation, but it's basically the first question. The second question are going to be very much related because you are going to take the information from number one and apply it in number two to help you in during future hunts. And if it's the end of the season, then there's always next year. This past spring season was a very tough one for me uh, as far as turkey hunting goes. Um, I was on a great farm. It was a, it was, had a lot of opportunities for turkeys. Um, I had a few, two or three opportunities myself at, at turkeys. And a lot of times it was, it was, I, I just simply just messed it up. So, I mean, it was, it was a definitely a learning experience for me. Um, it was a learning year for me, but, uh, I still consider it successful because of, of my ability to be able to take the information that I learned as a result of those hunts and be able to apply it to my future hunts, whether it be this fall while I'm turkey hunting or definitely next spring. So I'll be able to use the information that I gathered from my hunts this spring and be able to apply it to my hunts next spring. So I'm able to take the information that I gathered this year and apply it to my hunts in the future. All right. So the second question, will this hunt help me in the future? All right. And then the third question, to help you kind of determine whether or not your hunt was successful or not is, am I content with the results of this hunt? So if you get skunked, if you spook a deer, if you just simply don't see anything, if you just, you know, things went well for you or they didn't go so well for you, are you able to confidently say that you are content with the results of that hunt? This one can be a pretty challenging one to get through because immediately I think most of us are going to say, especially if we get skunked, especially if we come up empty handed, most of us are going to say, no, I'm, I'm not content with the results of 
results of this hunt because I wasn't able to get anything. But in reflection, if you were able to apply the first two questions and think about the answers of those questions and everything that you were able to learn, everything that you were able to gather as a result of your hunt, I think that you'll be able to confidently say yes to the, to the third question. So you'll be able to find contentment with the results of that hunt. So I, I think contentment and satisfaction are two different things. In my opinion, I think contentment means that you have accepted the immediate results of something. You have accepted what has happened to you and you have developed a way to respond to it so that you can have different results in the future. Whereas satisfaction, I think, is that you're okay with with how things went and that you're okay if they those results are repeated in the future. So contentment and satisfaction are going to be two different things. So that's why I wanted to make sure that I use the word contentment here because you can be content with the results of the hunt if you come, if you come up empty-handed, but you aren't going to be satisfied. At least hopefully you won't be satisfied because you will want to get back out in the field either the next day or the next week or later in the season or even the next season and or maybe even in the any time in the future you're wanting to get back out there to make sure that you are successful in terms of putting an animal on the ground next time so you're able to apply the information that you gathered to future hunts so that you can have success in putting down an animal for the purpose of hunting sake and the purpose of acquiring meat so the third question am i content with the results of this hunt So I think whenever we are able to evaluate and reflect and review each hunt like this with asking ourselves these three questions, then we can really begin to change our perspective on how we view successful hunts. We're able to change what our definition of a successful hunt actually is. I think if you're able to apply these three questions, you will have more hunts that you're content with, whether you become up empty handed or not, because you have reflected on them, you have applied, you have changed your perspective on, on how you see success and it can become more, more encouraging for you to get back out in the field because I mean, you have a, you have a perspective on it that this is a, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. So any, any hunting season is going to be a marathon, even if it's a short turkey season, three week turkey season that we have here in Kentucky, it can be a, it's a marathon because there are so many factors before the season that has to occur. You have preparation that's going that's going into getting ready for the hunt, and then you have the actual hunt itself. So I kind of see the preparation phases like the practice phase. Uh, like say you think of think of a football team during the summer and leading up to the season, they're going to be practicing for that. So that's their preparation phase, and then in season, just like our hunting seasons. You're going to have the performance phase. So you're going to have to get out there and you have to work and patience and persistence and perseverance. All that's going to be applied in there. And these are all things that that we have to consider. And we have to be content with how things go, whether we're able to, whether we win or whether we lose. So we have to be content with the results, but not satisfied because we have to keep on working we have to keep on getting back out there and keep on, keep on keeping on. All right. So if you're able to evaluate and review each of your hunts like this, I think it's going to help you as far as determining whether or not your, your hunt was successful. And, uh, these are ones that I came up with. So 
feel free to share them around. Feel free to write them down in you know, your hunting journal. I talked about hunting journals last week. Feel free to write those down. Uh, you can even answer those questions in your hunting journals. I think that'd be a good exercise to do as far as determining whether or not your hunts were successful or not. And just, just be careful with how you use social media to compare your successes in the field, to compare yourself to, you know, so-and-so in Oklahoma, who's putting down 200 inch deer every year. Just be careful with how you do that. Because if you are constantly looking to have that kind of performance every season, then most likely you're going to be disappointed very often. So just have a develop a realistic perspective on what you want to accomplish for the season and just answer these three questions. So those three questions again are the first one, what did I learn from this hunt? So what kind of information were you able to gather? Uh, the second one, will this hunt help me in the future? So again, these, the first one, the second ones are kind of tied in together. So you're going to gather information. So the first one, you're going to gather information. And the second one, you're going to apply that information. And then number three, am I content with the results of this hunt? So in reflection, are you able to be content with how the hunt went for you? All right. So whether you're able to put one, an animal down or not, are you content with the results? Not satisfied, but content. All right. So just carefully consider those this year. Um, best wishes to everybody going out into the field this year i know this time of year it's middle of july we're getting we're getting excited everybody's out shooting their bows everybody's out sighting in the rifles um everybody's checking cameras getting food plots ready and uh it's, it's just an exciting time of year so as you're going forward with your preparations just consider these things and i think you guys will have more successful hunts all right so again if you like what you hear today then go ahead and leave us a review so reviews help us out on iTunes. Go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes. Go ahead and leave us a rating on iTunes. Uh, any review that you leave does not go unread. I make I check those quite often, and I love the feedback that I get from, from people, whether positive or negative. So go ahead and let me know what you think about the podcast. Let me know what you think about the show. Leave us a rating. You can also check out RKE Field on Facebook and Instagram. And we also have a website, rkeaffield.com. So all of our merchandise, we got some shirts, got some hats. Uh, all that is on rkeaffield.com. So make sure you check those out. And again, thank you guys for listening today. And I hope you enjoy what you heard today on the Rise, Kill, Eat podcast. My name is Tyler Pruitt. I'm your host. And have a good rest of your week.